Welcome to the beautiful city of Campbell River in our Modern Entrepreneur podcast series at the 50th Parallel. That's me. You've got questions, we've got experts. Let's find answers. Welcome to another edition of The Modern Entrepreneur, and I would like to welcome our guest today, Kermit Dahl from Associate Tire and Auto. Now, Kermit, um, although we're going to talk about your experience as an entrepreneur today, I know you better as the city's mayor. And before we talk about your life as a business person, I do want to talk politics, but just very briefly. You've been a recently elected mayor, and we know that businesses are facing a challenging time. We've just come out of a pandemic, and looks like we're facing a recession. What is Council's vision for making Campbell River a great place to do business? Oh, I think that we want to you know, make it more open, the city open for business. Uh, you know, the, the building development department is working with the, the development community, and Economic development is working with the business community and uh, having a we can do attitude as opposed to we can't do. Yeah, well, we do have a great opportunity here in Campbell River. It's a beautiful place to live and we are seeing businesses come into the community. A little later on, we'll talk about some of the challenges of business in general. But uh, now that we have a bit of politics out of the way, uh, you are a local business owner. Did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Probably. Really? Oh, okay. How did you get to being a business owner? Uh, well, I, I was a contractor for a number of years with Pacific Regeneration. I was a mechanic contractor there. So basically self-employed. And, uh, you know, I, for when I was young, I always believed I wasn't working for anyone else. I only went to work for me and my family. So if, uh, if what I was doing wasn't enjoyable for me, then I went and did something else because I'm only working for me. So I, I always had that attitude and uh, that kind of steers you towards eventually you know, being an entrepreneur and, and doing what you do on your own. Yeah. So you started in kind of a traditional work stream, but you were looking for opportunities to move into your own business. Tell us a bit about your business. Tell us a bit about Associate Tire. What kind of services do you offer? Well, I'm a a mechanic by trade, so we offer automotive mechanical maintenance and repairs, and then we do tires, uh, rubber tire, anything. If from wheelbarrows to wheel stackers, if it rolls on rubber, has pneumatic tires, then it's something that we would be set up, tooled up to do deal with. We, you know, we fly into remote camps and do work. We have service trucks that drive to remote places, or you know do a flat repair in the gas station or grocery store parking lot. We can pretty much do everything. Has the tire business changed over the years? Like when we look at other businesses, they talk about technology changing. I'm guessing probably from the installation perspective, yes, that's probably changed. But what kind of changes have you seen over the years in that industry? Well, the, the tires are getting to be lower and lower profile, so more and more technical to be changing. You know, it used to be... You know, everything was 14 inch or 15 inch and anybody could pretty much change them. Their steel wheels, their chances of damaging a wheel were pretty low. Where now you're seeing cars with aluminum wheels or carbon fiber wheels and they're really expensive. So you want to have some skilled labor doing that job. And in 2008, the government introduced tire pressure monitoring systems after uh, some major failure issues with some 
tires on Ford Explorers. So that technology, you know, brought us quite a long ways. And now we're seeing tire pressures, monitoring systems on uh, loaders and all kinds of industrial equipment as well. So it definitely gotten more high tech in the last 10, 12 years. Uh, you mentioned skilled workforce. So what we hear from a lot of our businesses is that it's harder and harder to find people and keep people. Is that also in your industry the same thing? It's definitely harder. What we do is pretty physically demanding. So uh, you know, there's not a lot of young people that want to do the physical work. They want to sit in rooms like this and do blogs and, <laughs> and uh, you know, computer programming and and writing and stuff. They don't want to get their hands dirty and you know, be lifting heavy stuff. You've attracted workforce through some creative ways, including, I think, some immigration programs. Yeah. We had a young guy, Rajesh, move here from India uh, the first, first Saturday in September. And uh, he's been working with us now for three or four months, and it's been great having him around the shop. Uh, look forward to his wife and is now two children. His wife had a, a baby since he's moved to Canada, but uh, yeah, it was a it, it was a challenge getting him over here because the Ukraine war, you know, kicked in and all of this stuff was pretty much ready for him to come. And Immigration Canada quit processing applications for any anyone that wasn't Ukrainian, so ended up taking Rajesh quite a while to get over here. But he's here now and he's doing a good job. And the people we worked with were awesome. And thanks for that. And, you know, people who are interested in exploring immigration as a option for finding workers or even in entrepreneurship should connect with us in economic development. We can help them through that process as well. Now, what do you, what would you say is the biggest challenge facing your business today? Well, I don't know. For us, the, our biggest challenge is the size of our building. But the next thing would be supply chain. Getting getting stuff is uh, is difficult as it is, I think, with, with every industry right now. We try to look quite a ways down the road and order a lot of containers direct from the manufacturers so that we can get around the warehousing issues because a lot of warehouses, you know, they only have so much space and they're trying to fill orders for hundreds of different users. So if you, if like we do, we just deal direct with the, the manufacturer, it helps to curb some of the impact of the poor supply chain issues that there is right now. Well, that was going to be my next question because we certainly have heard that supply chain is impacting our local businesses quite a bit. Workforce culture is talked about a lot lately. Um, and as we talk about ways of retaining employees, what are some of the strategies that you have used in your business to foster a healthy workplace culture? We try to pay our guys as, as much as we possibly can and still maintain a profitable operation. I. You know, really would like to see all of my staff own a house. So we do as much as we can to make sure that that eventually comes for all of them. Hmm. You know, we're as flexible as we possibly can, can be with, with staffing. And, you know, the, the days are off for most of my guys work a lot of overtime, but when they need a day off, we do everything we can to make sure that that time is, you know, available for them. It's just a day-to-day -day operation, the way that we all interact with each other and we're a pretty tight knit group. It's more like family than, than it is anything else. There's a lot of us, I, my son and I work together and then we've got a, a guy, Jerry, he retired last Christmas Eve, but he's still working with us and Jerry and I've worked together since 
around probably 1986. And we've got Barry, him and I've worked together since we were both about 19 or 20. So that's quite a while. So, you know, a lot of us have been together for a long time. So over the years, how has your business shifted? Does it look different today than when you first started? Now you've owned your business, your current business for 12 years? Yeah, 12, 12 in March. So does it look different today than when you first started out? And is that based just on learning and, and changing to be adaptive to current needs? Our volume is, you know, nine times what it was in uh, March of 2011. So that's, that's a pretty huge change. Uh, we started out, that was just my son and I, and now we just had our Christmas party. I think we had 13 employees there. Wow. So we've grown quite a bit as far as that goes. Uh, my store didn't do mechanical work when we bought it. The equipment was there. They just weren't taking advantage of it. So that's a change for sure. Uh, the shop never did any commercial or road work at all. So everything that we do as far as that goes is all new as well. Okay, so you've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. You've been an entrepreneur for well over a decade. What is the most important lesson you have learned in your career? Or even what are some of the mistakes that you have made in the past that, you know, if you could turn back time, you would do differently? Some advice for people who are interested in pursuing a, an entrepreneurship career. Well, I, I can't think of any mistakes that I've made. I'm sure I've made lots of them, but I always try to figure out how to make a mistake work out to our benefit as opposed to just letting it be a mistake. So the first thing I would say is uh, don't be scared of making mistakes. Mm -hmm. Try not to make the same ones twice. And uh, don't ever listen that, that you're not going to be able to be competitive with someone else. There's always advantages that most people have, have not found because they're too busy looking at what someone else is doing. I think that's great advice. Okay, so Kermit, besides running Associated Tire and besides being the mayor of Campbell River, cars are a bit of a hobby for you as well. Yes, tell us a bit about your interest in cars. Well, my dad was a mechanic, so I grew up working on cars for as long as I can remember. I, mean, I was changing engines and cars with my dad when I was younger than a teenager. I don't remember when that started, but I can remember he would go off to work and by the time he would get home, I was supposed to have an engine ready to come out. I couldn't put them back in by myself, but I could definitely get them ready to come out. So, you know, I've been around cars my whole life. I I love drag racing. Uh, I love racing, but drag racing I've, I've really started to enjoy over the last 10 years. I like the technical side of stuff. Well, your hobby obviously intersects with your business. Um, I personally don't know a lot about racing, although I do, I have watched um, racing. But how has your hobby or has your hobby taught you any lessons that you applied as a business person? Do things fast? <laughs> well, when you're racing, you have to be decisive. So your decisions are made instantly. You don't have a lot of time to think about them. One of the reasons uh, I race is because I work a lot. And when you're in a car, you know, whether you're racing uh, oval track and your race lasts 30 minutes or you race a, a fast car that, you know, goes a quarter mile in six seconds or like my current car goes 8.7 seconds, it's 8.7 seconds, you don't think about work. Nothing else crosses your mind. 
So it's it's a really short break from from thinking about everything else that you do. That's awesome. Okay, we're at the point of our podcast where we have our rapid fire questions. So I'm just going to ask you a set of questions we ask everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for rapid fire. What was your first job? I sold shoes in a Kinney shoe department in a Wilco store in Red Deer, Alberta. If you were not doing your current job, what would you be doing? I'd be an accountant or a lawyer. What is your connection to Campbell River? I moved here in November of 1985, and this is where my kids have been born and grown up. This is where I've I've worked since I was 19. You know, I spent the first 20 years just about in Alberta, but I've been here for 37 years, so this is more of my home than, than anywhere else. So finish this sentence. A modern entrepreneur is... A high risk taker. What is something no entrepreneur should be without? A cell phone. That is great advice. (laughs) Mayor, thank you for joining us and Happy New Year. Thank you for having me and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us on the Modern Entrepreneur podcast series. For more information and to hear more, visit campbellriver.ca.